Offset Jim, how you doing tonight, man? Welcome to the show, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mag Max, iHeart Radio Live 365. Okay, okay, okay. I know, man. We over, we long overdue. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's all good. But I, I want to congratulate you on all of your achievements this far. Rich off the packs available on all platforms. How are you feeling about it? I feel good about it. Real confident. Real confident. Everything went exactly how it's supposed to go. You know, it, it's getting it's getting all the recognition that I thought it would be plus more. Have you been able to do any performances for this new project due to COVID and everything? Have you done any Rolling Louds at all yet? Uh, I'm doing Rolling Loud next month in uh, LA on the 12th. And then after that, I got like three more shows in December. So just That's trying big. to keep it going. What song are you looking forward to going crazy with the performance wise off this new project? Uh, probably Make No Sense. Make No Sense off White Mike's. Uh, the H record too, Chinese K. Fire. You got to do regular. Regular is my favorite. Uh, yeah, you, you, you rocking with the regular? Yeah, regular's tough. Nah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to bring regular out too then. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. You say I'm, I'm in the, I was a man in high school and <laughs> it's something yeah, that you can, it, it, yeah, and you still are. It's something that people can relate to, but not all on what you were. You, did you, did you start rapping when you were in high school? Uh, I, I was, I was playing around. Uh, not so much in high school, probably like, well, like, probably like ninth grade. Just playing around, I probably had like two songs with my friends. Nothing too serious, nothing to the level that it is now. I know All Black was the one who really pushed you to get into the studio. He told you to get in that booth, and all of a sudden, magic yeah, was made, yeah. and that's how you found out that you could rap. Yeah, shout out to Black. He the one, uh, he the one uh, really got me, really got me in my bag on the serious note. It started with him, you know, it started with him and No Shame. And after that, he just, you know, he, 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 uh, he the one helped me out a lot. He made me take it serious. Yeah, he, he definitely was the one that pushed you. What was the introduction to hip hop for you as a listener? What was that song or album that you may have heard that you said, oh man, I'm going to rock with this genre? When I was a kid, mm -hmm. listening to, uh, listening to all the stuff that my mom would listen to, my dad would listen to. Listen to the stuff that they played around the house. So it was rap, but it was everything. You no, know? it wasn't just rap. Though. It was R and B, all that. Like my music, my music selection is wide. I know you're a big '90s R and B fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that from my mom. Mary J. Blige. You play all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I got that from my mom. <laughs> How do you feel about today's that. current R and B scene? Being someone that loves the '90s R and B. I think it's good. I think it's good. It's it's it's. It's probably not as good as back then, you know. It's it's, it's a different time now, but it's still, you still got some people out there that's doing their thing. Who's your favorite of all time? Who do you think is the goat of R&B? Ooh, I'm here with my mom too right now. The goat of R&B music. I like Mary. Mary J. Blige for for women, yeah. For like as for like the ladies, I like Mary. Cause I was raised on her, like you know, that's what you hear when you were a kid, when you growing up. So that's really all you know. What's the four one one? All that <laughs> crazy. If you could pick, I'm sure you'll probably pick Mary J. Blige. But anyone besides Mary J. Blige, if you had the opportunity to work with a '90s R&B artist, who would you love to just get in the booth with and make a song with a collaboration? God, that's a hard one right there. Um. I like what like like a female artist. It, it could be a female or a male from the '90s, as far as R&B. 
It was a good one in the nineties. There's so many. I don't know who to pick from. I know Brandy's still making music. I'm trying to think oh, yeah, of yeah. still saying seen, staying relevant. I seen, I seen Brandy at the house party one time too. Yeah, oh yeah, how like, was that? It was crazy. I think it was like a Jeezy party. <laughs> Everybody was in there, so you know it was wild. Wow. Uh, who I like? But I don't know. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good one right there. Especially like ones who still relevant today. Yeah, like Brandy, Monica, all those type of people. Mm-hmm. I'm always trying to think of the ones that are staying relevant by dropping new material because that would be the one that you most like. That's so hard. That's so hard. That's so hard to do. Yeah. Uh, like you working from the '90s, and you know that's like over decade for real stands trying to stay relevant well, look at e40 if you think about it, he's a, a bay area legend i'm sure that you look up to he's been able to stay relevant and and drop great material since the 80s yeah that's crazy so, kudos to him that's crazy that's that's not easy to do especially like outside the bay like you know other people still listening to you so you know that's that's not easy to do but it's i can say like he got like a cult like following so, you know, they're going to they gonna rock with whatever he do because he got, like, a real – he catered to his core fan base. He does. He really does. And, it, and I love that you love the 90s R&B. You respect the elders that came before you as far as the pioneers and hip-hop that paved the way for you. I, yeah, I have a great question, interesting question for you for the listeners right now. What is the Bay Area's Illmatic? Because when we look at New York, you think Illmatic is the greatest hip-hop album of all time, but I would say that's for New York. You could say it's for everyone as a whole, just hip-hop that Illmatic is. But if you were to say, what is the Bay Area's Illmatic? What is it? It could be Born to Mac by Too Short. It could be the Sex Packets, Digital Underground, Hall of Game, Major Way E-40, Dizzle Washington, or Mac Dre. Let me see. There's so many good, great classics there from the Bay Area. I always try to. I, I want to get it from your side because you're actually from there. Yeah, I mean, when I was when I was like a kid, they used to have this little. It was like a compilation tape though, with everybody on it. I don't know. I don't. That probably, I probably can't say that. But no, it was called Cell Block. But um, shit, probably got to give it to Short. Mm. Probably got to give it to Short because you know he he really one of the ones that bust the door down for everybody. He did. So you probably got you probably got to give it to him. And you know when you think of Oakland, he like one of the first people that you think about. So you know you got to give it to him. Classic. And if you think about it, his song was in Juice. Do you want to be a gangster? Exactly. Huge song. That that have been in movies, and he didn't been in big movies himself. Yep. So. What's interesting is that Sway Calloway grew up on your block. Yeah, his, his yeah, for sure. He, we from the same neighborhood. Yeah. He, he older. He just, he just, you know, he in a different generation than me. But we when did you find out that. that this was a thing that he grew up on your block? So I moved there probably about ninety six, ninety seven, uh, when I was a little kid, and you know it was always like people would always say that kind of stuff, like, oh yeah, Sway lived here. Sway lived here. And at that time, he was on, like, MTV or something. I was still a kid. But, uh, you know, that was just, like, a thing everybody would say. Like, at that time, we I didn't I didn't used to see him a lot. Like, he didn't, like, live there anymore. He had moved on to bigger and better things. So, you know, but, you know, his, his people still stayed around. And I used to didn't believe that, you know, that that was related to him. And he came, he came through a couple of times, but I missed him every time he came. So I had stopped believing it. 
but it, it was actually true though. Like he really, he really from, he really from around there. It had his to be family, such a moment family. for you. Just yeah, being on a radio show and being able to share that conversation that you grew up on your block. And he invited yeah, you on the show and it's talking about your album. That's huge. Yeah, it was big. It was big. It was a big thing for me. It was a big thing for the block. It was just a big thing for the hood. Because you don't got too many people from my neighborhood to get to, get to where I got or to get to where he is. And like, to even get the recognition, like, you know, it, it's very, very rare. Close to none. So, you know, it was like a, it was a big moment for me. And I, that's something that I'm real proud of. You mentioned Brandy before seeing her at a house party. Have you had the opportunity to meet any of the Bay Area legends such as E-40, Too Short? Yeah. I know that they embrace their young artists. Yeah, I've been, I've, I've been met, I've been met uh, E-40 a while ago. He had did a, he had did a video shoot at my grandpa's car wash when I was a little kid. It was a uh, white t-shirt, blue jeans and Nikes. It was him and Keek the Sneak. That's when I first met him. I was a little kid. I probably was like 11 or something like that, 12. And, um, my mom grew up with Too Short and them. Too Short from around the same same neighborhood as my mom and them. So, and, you know, a lot of these dudes, like, Oakland is small. Like, Oakland is small. So it's like, eventually you're going to see them. If they from Oakland, you're going to run into them. And eventually those collaborations are going to come 100%. Rest in peace to Shock oh, yeah. G because he was a huge innovator in his sound. And he was one of the, probably the one that really helped Tupac cement his career definitely, forward. Definitely, definitely. He, he, he the one that jump-started Pac on the West Coast. Yep. That was the first group of dudes that he met over there in Moran and stuff. So, you know, shout out to them too. They pioneers of this, of this uh, Bay Area culture as well. How'd you get hooked up with Babyface Ray? I want to go over some of the features uh, of the, the newest project. I met Ray because I had already knew Peasy, and then I had met Peasy in probably like 2013 or 14 when he first came to Oakland. We had linked up. This I wasn't even rapping at the time, so I kind of met them through like not rap stuff. I just met them like from being around. Mm-hmm. All of them though, I had I had you know I had had a relationship with them before me and Ray ever. Went public and did a song. I had had a relationship with PZ already. I had had a relationship with GT already, and you know I had, you know, me and Ray was cool as well. So you know, it was just it just happened genuinely. That's what, that's what cool. I've heard that you basically form these relationships with these artists, and it eventually happened in which you were able to make songs together on the new project. Yeah, I don't really like I don't really like force nothing on nobody. No. I just you know, when it happened, it happened. That's how I am with it. I don't, I don't really try to just force my music on nobody or fo- force working on nobody. You know, I just want it to happen genuinely. Could you believe it when you got that notification on Instagram from OVO that they hit you up? They wanted you to model their clothing and everything. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. I wasn't really expecting that. Um, but like months prior to me doing that, I seen that they was like, you know, shout out to Oliver. I seen that he was paying attention. Like, you know, I didn't even know who he was at first. He had tagged me or something that, uh, you know, he quoted my whole, my whole, uh, he quoted some shit from uh, No Pressure. He quoted the whole tap in. And I was like, damn, like, who is this? And I had done my homework and found out who he was. And um, basically just, you know, I had reached out to him. Like, you know, how you find out about me? Like, you know, he's way up there. Yeah. So it's like, how you find out about me? 
and he told me how he found out about me through Black and Shoreline. And we just we just kind of locked in from there. And um, he just sent me a box of clothes one day. He had sent me hella clothes. And I had just I just told him I was gonna shoot videos in it. And I shot like two videos in it and the hoodies he gave me and took some pictures. And he was like, man, you need a photo shoot. You know, I ain't I ain't think he was serious or nothing like that. And I was in New York one day and he ended up hitting me up and hitting my management up and um, I ended up flying to LA. Yeah, he booked you a flight in a few days. It was quick. Yeah, it was quick. It was quick. And it was, I don't know, it was like, you know, just, I, I don't know. I don't even be thinking too hard about it. I just be living in the moment. But it definitely was a milestone that I completed. And that's something, that's also something that I'm proud of, too. Because around my way, that don't happen for nobody. No, it, these are blessings that are coming your way and it, 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 it they are deserved blessings because you've been working hard and it, it's been three years since you've dropped something and all of a sudden now is when people are finally seeing that you're going to be taking over here. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's just, you know, it's just a good feeling. It's just a good feeling, like, you know, for someone like somebody like myself, someone genuine, somebody that's really like trying to help other people get on as well. So it's different when, when, when the real ones get in. And I consider myself and the community communities consider me one of the real ones. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's always good when, when, when somebody like me or somebody like one of my peers win, because it's like one of us win, we all win. And that's how I look at it. I don't even necessarily got to be the one winning. If somebody I'm with winning, they feel like I'm winning too. So, you know, it's just a good thing that I want to keep going. Definitely one of the most realest people in the industry, I'll say thus far, especially that I've met and I've talked to and just hearing in other interviews and other articles that you read is that you're down to earth. You don't let any of this stuff get to your head. You stay your, nah. true to yourself all the time. That's important. We don't have this. It's very rare in the industry to see someone like you. Yeah, nah, it's just like, you can't get caught up in this. You can't get lost in this because, you know, this all material shit. It could be here one day and go on the next. So you don't want to just be too like, you yeah. can't let it bind you. Got to stay grounded at all times. I done been through too much for for stuff like this to change me, mm-hmm. or change the way I think or I act. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm always be me. If anything, it's just gonna make me better because I got more resources, more money, more whatever I need to help. Like this is gonna make me better. Was there any discussions? I know that you don't like to force relationships and force things, your music on people, but did you have any discussion with Oliver or anyone at OVO about any collaborations as far as music goes? Mm-mm. No, okay. Nope. I just, you know, they just, they like I send them music early. And, uh, they don't, I don't been on, they put me on sound, sound they put, they don't want to sound radio. On. Yeah, they got mm-hmm. me on that. Like, that's good enough for me. Like, yeah. They, it gives you more exposure. That. Yeah. Yeah, they sharing a platform with me, so that 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 was good enough for me. And I ain't even asked for that. You know, they did that. They did that on their own. So you know, when the time is right, things will get bigger and better. I was reading the the press kit that Aaron sent me over. Shout out to her. You also have a connection with little baby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I met baby through a mutual, a mutual friend a while ago. Before he, like, you know, we got we got a lot of mutual friends. You know, he he, he 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 know a lot of people out here in the Bay, too. He know a couple of people in the Bay, and I just happen to know the same people. And, you know, we uh we had Link probably like 2018 before. Like, down, like, little stuff, like, they make sure we get passes to the shows. And, uh, shit, we'll gamble after the shows and shit. Like, you know, shit like that. 
He a good dude. He a good dude. You moved to New York a, a few years ago. You have your own place there. I I I, I yeah. think you're on the the West Coast right now, though. Yeah, I'm I'm on the West Coast. I'm I'm ba- I'm back here for the holidays, visiting some family right now. I'm actually at my mother's house right now. Oh wow! I'm just I just came back visiting family, and I'm going back to New York. Staying for the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, staying for Thanksgiving holiday, then I'm out of here. Now, I know you're a family man. You care about your family, and that's important too. Definitely, definitely. That's family gonna family gonna you know family gonna always be there when everybody yeah. else not there. 100%. That's at your low points in life and at your high points in life, your family's always going to be there. At the low points, the, the people that are, are out there that are users or aren't true to you are going to be gone. And that's the thing that's why family's so important. But when when did you first come out to New York and you said to yourself, hey, I want to get a place out here? I came out to NY probably like, I came out to NY probably like 2017, maybe. 16, 16, I came out, my first time in New York was 2016. I was just visiting, like, with my girl, my my cousin and his girl. I was just, we just was out there shopping and shit. I never thought that I would be, like, a resident stuff. Like, I wasn't thinking that far until, like, I came out there, like, a year after that, which was 2017. How'd you adjust to the New York City life? How do you like it? It's easy. I like it a lot, like. I like the city. I like I like I like being around like you know big buildings and you know, a lot of stores and a lot of life. Like like I'm that's what I like. You know, a lot of people don't like that, but I do. Like I like to go out and see a bunch of people walking up and down the street. I don't like being in like the country. I used to live in the country too. Though. I lived in the, I, I had moved to Carolina before, and I really didn't like it. Yeah, like. The, the nearest store is three miles away. Like I don't like all that rolls all dusty and stuff. I don't like that. You can't even get dressed how you want to get dressed because you, you come out and get dirty like as soon as you walk out the house. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I know how it feels, man. I, I trust me because I I used to live in the city when I was younger. Now I live in a, a country part of of Connecticut where it's not city, but. I went to school in New York and I have connections in New York. So I'm in New York sometimes, but I know the, the country parts of the, the city areas just are terrible. I know what you mean. You can't make as many connections. It's like you said, you can't even go to a nearest store. That's it's basically over three miles and you need a car to drive there. Man, you definitely need a car to go everywhere. Yeah. And don't even think about Uber or Lyft because that's Ugh. just not a thing out there. People still calling taxis. Yeah. But. Insane. The country wasn't for me. No, and I understand that, especially as an artist, it's just it's horrible. But you love the Bronx. I, even rap. I wasn't even rapping yet. I wasn't even rapping. Just way before rap. Yeah. What I you know you love the Bronx. Up? They bring out all the, the, oh, the yeah, bikes and everything. Yeah. yeah, they love me down there. I love them too. Shout out my boys down there in Kingsbridge, man. They be they be holding me down. I can't out there. I love the Bronx. I love Queens. I love all that. I'd be all around Jamaica, Queens. Like I'd be, I'd really be outside out there. I'd be outside. I, obviously, since I'd you're outside, outside I'm, I'm just, I know. I know. Since you're out, you've been outside in New York, what are some relationships that you're forming here in New York? Any New York artists that you're looking to work with? I know High Bridge is big with A Boogie. You have Dave East yeah. out here. 
I met a few people, like no, no, like real artists, like with a, like you know, I, I met a few people, like that's like that belongs to certain camps, but I ain't met like the only rapper that I really talk to the most for right now is like Shani Bin Laden. I talk to him because we got mutual friends. He going up right now, and uh, it's a couple others that like you know they deal with my friends. But I haven't met them yet. Like uh, a kid named K Flock, I know he cool with some of my friends, but I haven't met him yet. Sylvia's, that's your favorite spot oh, in Harlem. Yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorite spots. Show sure, they've been closed for so long. I don't know what's going on with Sylvia's. I think they remodeling or something, but they've been closed for a minute. I've been having to go to Star Cuisine, or I just been having to figure it out. Or oh, Lighthouse in Harlem, I like going there too. Lighthouse go crazy. Catch though, I've been on catch heavy though. <laughs> Some of your other interests are mob movies. You're a big mob movie guy. Oh yeah, for sure. Joe I, Pesci. I, for sure, he one of the best. If you got him and Robert De Niro in the movie, it's like an automatic hit. Goodfellas, Casino. Goodfellas, Casino, all that. Like, the Irishman. You think of the Irishman for sure. I was about to say that. Them all my favorite type of movies for real. I love them type of movies. Anything between. That, The Wire, anything Sopranos. like that. I'm on that. Sopranos, for sure. I just was trying to watch that. I heard they got a new one coming out. It's called, like, something, the Newark something. Angels of Newark or something like that. It's something about, it's like a new movie about the Sopranos or something. I need your opinion on this, because when I watch Goodfellas, I feel as though when Joe Pesci gets killed, the movie is, isn't is the same. It's over at that point. How did you feel yeah, about that? Like, yeah. That was, that was the beginning of the end. Yeah. That was the beginning of the end for him, but you know that's that's the re that's the harsh reality of it. That's how it really go when you out here doing a lot. Yeah, I gotta get you out the way. And I I like stuff that's like true story, like stuff that I could like look up on Google and like really see see the stuff that happened because I'm I, I be doing a lot of that too. You're a big comedy person too. You like The Hangover, Rush Hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like the hangover rush hour, all that money talks. Step brothers. Uh, super bad, all that type. Step brothers, most definitely. Yeah, I'm big on that too. I ain't gonna lie. They must tell you. Have you considered getting into acting since you have a passion and love for movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, a couple of my friends be directing some movies and I'll be, I'll be telling them, like, I need to get in. <laughs> like, you know, for real. Like, they did Black Panther. They did Space Jam. A couple, a couple of my friends, like, they work in that industry. Wow. But, yeah, look, be on the lookout for me. I'm going to be in, some, I'm, I'm gonna be in something uh, soon. One of them type of movies, though, I want to be in something like The Wire or something like that. Somewhere I ain't got to do too much, uh, too much acting. I can just be myself. That's big. That's huge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're also into home decor. Oh yeah. I keep my I keep my house looking nice. Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> you keep them my clean. NY, see my NY spot is like keep them clean at all times. See my my NY spot is like my spot where I could just be free and do what I want to do because my girl ain't out there as much. So she you know, she try to take over. So the NY stuff, I got all the bait plates, the bait cups, the 
you know, all that type of stuff, the off-white rugs, the off-white towels. You know, I got all that type of stuff in my house in New York, but in the, in, in the Bay, she kind of take over and want to steal the show from me, so I just let her do it. <laughs> you keep everything clean. I'm the same way. I have a, a problem with OCD. I got to keep everything. If there's even one thing that's off and it's not centered, I go crazy. Yeah, I gotta. I, I try to keep it. I try to keep all my stuff together. I try anything I got. I want to take care of it. I don't blame you, man. It drives me nuts. But as far as sports go, you're a big sports fan. Golden State Warriors. They're back. This is yeah, the conference yeah, I, again. Yeah, I love the Warriors. I love the Warriors. I, I they know it, and they love me too. <laughs> <laughs> For real, them my boys out there. They doing their thing. And my boy Clay about to come back too. They just cleared him all the way for he and he all the way in the practices and everything. He should be back by Christmas. How'd so you feel about that win against that. the Nets, especially with KD being on the Nets now? I ain't gonna lie, I, don't, I miss KD though. Like everybody be mad at him, but I'll be missing him. He did his thing with us. But I knew who was gonna win. Uh, that's the home team. Can never go against the home team. No. Especially my boy, my boy out there, they, they didn't pick my boy up, my boy Juan Toscano. He out there playing over 95. He out there doing his thing. That's my partner. He's from Oakland. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're gonna we're gonna stand behind him all the way. That's right. Now I'm rooting for the Warriors out there because Clay Thompson is one of my favorite players in the league. And once he got injured, yeah, he, that was that was really just great. That's what really brought the team down, just all these injuries. Yeah, he wanted the coolest dudes with me too. Well, always stand by, stand by. He wanted the coolest dudes out there. Clay done pulled up on us in the hood and everything. Clay didn't know us. Wow. Yeah, Clay is—he's a legend for sure. He's a major part of that That's team, it. and I can't wait to see him get back out there on that court for sure. He I got, an article. He's gonna come back. Oh yeah. He's gonna come back harder than ever. He's gonna come back harder than ever. Watch that too. He will. I read in an article where you thought that My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was the greatest album of all time. Well, uh, Kanye? Yeah. It was a good one. It was a good one. Who said that? I read that in an article that you said that. I don't know if the article Ooh. was true, but I read that somewhere. Man, they so full of it. I ain't never said that. You never said that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't say that. You, t- you type in Offset Jim. Man, Type in Offset Gym articles, you'll come across one of those articles that said that, because I took that right out of the article. I ain't crazy. Say, oh, no, nah, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about, my boy. You're talking about uh, Logan. He had, wrote, he had wrote an article on me. He said that it was the best. He and said I it was said okay. It yeah. That's my boy, Logan. He 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 covered, like, he covered the Warriors. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah, he said that. I ain't say that. <laughs> I, I, like, I guess like the way it was worded, I thought so it I was. I, I, I guess the way it was worded that I thought that you may have said that. Nah, nah, nah. My boy said that. That's why I'm like, what? <laughs> well, now I'm that we're on the topic, we can clear it up here. What What do you think is the greatest hip hop album of all time? Of all time. Mm-hmm. Of all time. Oh my god. That's a hard one. Cause I listen to my music selection is so wide. Like I listen to everything. Like I listen to everything. 
So it's like, let me see something that I get in my car and I can play all the way through. All right, so I like Future. I like Beast Mode. I like Beast Mode for sure. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, one of the best albums to me, and I don't care if people agree or disagree, but Black had a good album called Kim's Son. You could listen to that type from front to back, so that's one that's definitely up there. Kim's Son, one of the best albums to me ever. Uh, what else? Drake, Take Care, one of the best albums ever. 100%. Period. That's one of the best albums ever. Definitely got to, you feel me? Drake really one of the best to ever do it, ever. Yes. So, uh, who else? I don't know. Them three off the rip, though. Yeah. That's just the good three. I, I especially like the, the Take Care. I, I respect that. Man, that was one of the best ones ever. Yeah. Lines, the motto, make me proud. The best ones ever. That was one of his best pieces of work. 100%. Won a Grammy. You know, Drake really the best. He the best in it. Well deserved. Yeah. Well deserved. And it, it was just like the 10 year anniversary for them. It was. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, I remember that. I remember when that came out. I was like fresh out of high school when that came out. You achieved your goal. A major goal for you was in this music thing that you just wanted to get 10K views on YouTube. You wanted to build oh, your YouTube yeah. following. What is your next major goal besides now you just dropped Rich off the pack, you're making connections, you're having collaborations. What is your next major goal? To really take it to the next level. You know, just really take it to the next level. Like What I mean by that is, you know, get my family out get myself out of anyone for that but like really like establish myself in the in the industry, establish my family to where, you know, we ain't gotta worry about certain stuff like bills or like, you know, being too close to like to like violence or none of that. Like that's that's my that's that's my definition of making it. Like I don't even care if I don't make no real hits or like do you no know, get a Grammy or none of that. I ain't really tripping off that. As long as I could really just get me and my people out of here, all the way out of here, that'd be good for me. Instead of sitting, you know, have us all sitting up, sitting, sitting nice. That's that's the major goal. That's the that's the main goal. I don't care about nothing else. And that's an important goal that you have there, and I'm sure it's going to happen soon. You're seeing the rise already. It's it's going to be a takeover soon, 100. percent But November 4th, you drop the Thugs Cry visual. That was yeah. a heartfelt song and an important message, and that's yeah. something that you can really feel emotionally. What are some other visuals that you have dropping from this new project? I'm about to drop uh, Chinese K with H. I'm about to drop that probably like on the third, a day before my birthday. So we're gonna drop it then. December third. December third, your birthday? Nah, my my birthday on the fourth. It's on I'm the fourth. Same day as Jay Z. Okay. Same day as Jay Z. Happy early birthday. That was definitely. Thank you. Yeah, man. Offset Jim, is there anything else you would love to tell the audience? Anything else that you have coming up? Anything that you want to let your fans and listeners know? Yeah, man. I got some shows popping off. Members only little tour. A couple dates on there. You know, check it out. Link going to be on my bio on Instagram. My Instagram one, Offset Jim. You know, check me out at Rolling Loud in LA next month. 
keep going up, you know, just, you know, tune in because it's just going to get bigger and bigger. And I got mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in store. I got a lot of stuff, you know, ready. I got I got a lot of stuff uh, in store for all my fans and potential fans and future fans, you know. That's and right. Y'all see, y'all see me out speak. I ain't Hollywood or nothing. Nope. Officer Jim, I want to thank you for coming on the show here today. Listen, man, you're always welcome. Keep working hard, keep striving, keep going, because you're going to be going very far here in this industry. It's all in the work thank ethic you. and you staying grounded. And you've thank dominated both of those areas well so far. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Real talk. I want you to enjoy the rest of your night and have a happy Thanksgiving and congratulations on everything you've done this far. And I'm looking forward to everything else you got coming forward here in the future in your journey. For sure. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. No doubt, man. Enjoy the rest of your night, man. Take care. You too. Yeah.